Okay, so the Nitziv writes these very beautiful introductions to each of the Sefarim, uh, the Chamisha Chumshei Torah. So I want to start a little bit with the Hakdama to the Psicha Lesefer Devarim, and then show a little bit of how that theme that he introduces in the in the Psicha comes through in his interpretation. And then there's just one bit. There, there's time. There's a very beautiful. Um, whenever he quotes from Rav Itzala, it's just so beautiful. I mean, you could so picture them having that conversation. So there's a, a beautiful thing on the story of the Miraglim that comes up again in, in Sefer Devarim where he has, if there's if there's time, I'll get to that. So of um, course there's time. <laughs> I don't want to keep people too long. So the Psicha opens, you know, it's obviously a known thing. Zeha Sefer Nikra Mishnah Torah. We know that Sefer Dvarim is called Mishnah obviously has this, you know, is, is commonly known as second, right? This Shani, Mishnah, the second time. Because Tosfos Rish, Mesechas Gitin, the Mishnah Torah, I know Ella Choser Vishone Mashelamala. So in Mesechas Gitin, the, the Rish says that Mishnah Torah means from the Shone, Choser Vishone, returning over. Over what we've already studied, Masha Lamala. Vizatam Shuma Befiha Ramban. That's why the Rambanzal explains Kshemagila Mitzvos Shibeparshios Shoftim Tetse, Mivaer Bekama Mitzvos, Shemitzvazem Ein Vachelek, Osa Mitzvah Suvakvar. So what because they see the Mishnah Torah as being Choser Vishona, repetition of, a going over of what was already there. It leads the Ramban in certain places to say that two mitzvahs are the same mitzvah. So, for example, on the mitzvah of Shiluah Hakain, the Ramban says that Shiluah Hakain and the mitzvah of Osloba Espino, that you shouldn't kill a bird or an animal and its child, that those are one and the same mitzvah. Because in one place in the Torah, they, you have one of them. And then again, in Devarim, it has two of them together. So he says those are the same thing. And then it says, I find this astounding. These two mitzvahs have nothing in common. So clearly, if your understanding of the words Mishnah Torah are leading you to see mitzvah shiluach hakein and mitzvah oso bas, but no, as the same mitzvah, you don't understand what Mishnah Torah means. And he says the Ramban really doesn't, there's something missing here because these Two mitzvahs are totally different. So anything that led you to think they're the same mitzvahs, mistaken interpretation. So what does it mean, Mishnah Torah? So, so then it's siv, it means pirush ubi or achama amid al diktuk lashon hatorah. It means you know what I was going to say. We have to until know. you get to the dikduk of the Torah, the 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 dikduk, the little tiny. Or maybe we try way pill, but we don't of the Torah. Umishum dekal zehasefer veikaro. I can't get off. Point of this book. Lehas here al amal Torah lefaresh dikduke hamikra vezehu Talmud. Benitziv is saying the point of Devarim is not to repeat. It's not to say the same thing again. It's to teach us about 
Amal Torah, about learning Torah, about the work of devoting your life to the Torah, Lefaresh Tiktuke Hamikra Vezehu Talmud, the Talmud Torah, the going into the details of the Torah and working them over and trying to understand them. The whole point of Devarim is for this purpose, that they should accept on themselves the all of studying Talmud, the all of learning Torah, that's why it's called Mishnah Torah. It doesn't mean repetition. Mishnah doesn't mean filus. It doesn't mean a, a, a second time. It means Shinun Shel Torah. Mishnah Milshon, Mishnah Milshon, learning, going through it, spending your time, devoting your time to reading this book. For the Nitziv, Devarim is teaching us how to learn. Everything in Mishnah is saying, this is how you read the first four books. That's why he goes over the same themes to teach you how to learn. You can't learn Sefer Dvarim as simply a repetition of the first four books because the Pshat does not allow it. There are too many differences. There are too many changes. If you are reading Devarim and you're reading the first four books, there's just no way to read them as one being a repetition of the other because there's no way to read the Pshat of Devarim and not see that there are two meanings. We know that the language changes from Shmira to Asiya. We know that there is a change in the meaning from Shmira to Asiya, from Chukim to Mishpatim, to be mitzvos mashma'o ma'ase ha-mitzvos, u be Chukim u Mishpatim mashma'o tikun halacha. So what the Nitziv is saying here is that when we talk about mitzvos, we're talking about doing the mitzvos. When we're talking about Chukim u Mishpatim, mashma'o tikun halacha. We're talking about making halacha, and you make halacha by learning the Torah of the first four books. So he's saying, you know, that when you say Mishnah Torah and you say it means just a repetition of what came first, 
that's to suggest that there's that they belong two sides of the same coin. You have the first four books and then the repetition in Devarim. And then the fifth says, no, not at all. The book of Devarim is teaching us how to learn Torah. It's instructing us in an extra mitzvah of learning, of be of 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 struggling with the differences between the first four books and the last book, with learning how to learn, how to make halacha out of those first four books. That's what Moshe is teaching us in Sefer Javarim. He's teaching us how to learn. He's not repeating. He's not going through the same stuff. And that's why there are so many differences. They're there intentionally to teach us how to read the Torah and create from it halacha. From the beginning to the end, the purpose of Devarim, this is the purpose of it. The point is to teach us how to be strong in our reading and how to be active in our reading and creative in our reading because Talmud Torah is Yisrael. That is what we are. That is the purpose of our being here. Asher mimena os hadus It's just such a beautiful sentence. The whole purpose of Devarim is hachzakas chukimu mishpatim shehu ha-talmud b'Yisrael is the strengthening of us in our learning. Asher mimena because from there from there comes out the entire life force of the people and the Judaism in its entirety is created from Talmud Torah. So the book of Devarim creates the life of the Jews by teaching us how to go back and read and go back and read and Alma Torah and struggle with the Torah. That was the purpose of the second covenant. And out of the Torah to create a stake and a cornerstone to create Anshe Hamala, to elevate us as a people. And this holds both Misha Zachala Torah Amala both for those who were Zoha that their life should be devoted to learning Torah, and to those that Hashem blessed, to support it through other means, to support it through, you go out into the workforce, you become a lawyer or a doctor, and you become the one who is machzik the Torah, who strengthens the Torah from an economic point of view, because you need both. And the work of Torah and the work of sustaining the Torah and sustaining the people is equally divided than it says. Mishnah Torah. That's why the book is called Mishnah Torah. Torah 
to sharpen the sword and to create the milchamta shel Torah, the war of the Torah, the fight of the Torah. The the Nitziv sees the Torah as a very active, strong creative force, and from that it will become for us a strength and a light. So this is the introduction to the Sefer of Devarim, and it's saying that Devarim, the point of the Sefer of Devarim is to teach us how to learn. It's not to repeat anything. It's bidafka different from the first four books, even when he's going through this, when Moshe is going through the same events that we already read in books one through four, Every difference there is there to teach us how to devote our lives to the struggle of learning Torah and to sustain the life force of Bnei Yisrael and Am Yisrael through this work. So what does that look like before? What does it look like in the text? So in the beginning of the parsha, um, it says, Moshe spoke to Bnei Yisrael. He spoke to Bnei Yisrael in everything that Hashem commanded him to them. So Nitzv says, what's this alehem? Alehem. Hi, oso alehem miutar. It sounds like it's kind of extra. There's tons of times where Hashem says, Why does it say alehem? This is obvious who he instructed him to tell this to. The meaning of this tzivoy, this commandment, The meaning of alehem here is Torah the oral Torah, the oral tradition that is on top of the Torah Shabbat The Alehem, the extra word there to them means not what's written in this book, but what's written on top of this book. Because in the Nitziv, Alehem and Alehem are interchangeable. So the Alehem, the extra thing here is the Mishnah, the Torah Shabal Peh. Specifically, from the beginning, Hashem told Moshe, you should be teaching the, the oral tradition on top of every parsha. You can't teach Torah Shabbat without also teaching the Torah Shabbat Moshe wasn't just teaching them the Torah Shabbat He wasn't just teaching them the Torah Shabbat He was teaching them the Kabbalos, the extra little pieces of instruction that Hashem taught Moshe, how to get the Torah Shabbat out of the Torah Shabbat 
שהן י"ג מידות שהתורה נדרשת, וכן ל"ב מידות שבאגדה. He was teaching them not just the Torah שבכסב, and not just the Torah שבאלפה, but the י"ג מידות, the 13 little pieces of grammatical instruction for how you learn the Torah שבאלפה, you get that out of the Torah שבכסב. ומזה הגיע לתלמוד להבין איך יצא המשנה מגוף התורה שבכסב. How you get the Mishnah out of the Torah שבכסב, כדי שישכילו, so they can become smart and learn, להוסיף לקח ולחדש מדעתם, so that they too can learn to be מחדש, to make new Torah out of the Torah מדעתם, from their own minds. על פי הוויוס התלמוד, that they should become creators of new Torah. וזהו משמעות חוקים ומשפטים בכל התורה. Wherever you say חוקי, see חוקים ומשפטים in the Torah, that's what this is referring to. Those words refer to Moshe teaching B'nai Israel not just the Torah Shabbat and not just the Torah Shabbat, but how to get Torah Shabbat out of Torah Shabbat so that they should have the power to be mechadesh, to come up with their own new Torahs in every generation. Aval zeh lo limed Moshe l'kal Yisrael kol meshech arba'im shana, ad shabal arvos moav. He didn't teach them that the whole first four books. He didn't teach them that while they were in the, in the, for the 40 years in the Midbar. He taught them that only here. That's what this word alehem means, and it refers specifically to now to right here. Why did this happen right now? Initially, the intention was not to give B'nai Yisrael the Yod Gimel Midos, that that was supposed to stay with Moshe and with his descendants, that that was supposed to be considered something that was kept private for Moshe and his descendants. So Moshe Nahagba, Tovas Ayin Venitnali Israel, but Moshe decided he was going to give them to Bnei Israel, of course, with Hashem's blessing, because it says, Vaosi Tziva Hashem, Lilamed Eschem Chukimu Mishpatim, Umishani Osi Tziva Vaanilachem. Hashem taught it to me, and I'm going to teach it to you. Ela Lepilpula Be'alma. I think Pilpula Be'alma means what Rav Chaim's whole Chidish was, which was learning. For its own sake, learning lishma, pilpula be'alma, like there's something about the pilpul itself that is a huge mitzvah and is makayim b'nei Yisrael. Umeisik el pilpula uperish harosh havana v'charifus v'haynu kasvan shalcha ki kol hachachma v'asecha remuzim b'ksavator b'tzuras haotios. So, pirish bechaser v'yeter v'shinui l'shon shal ha'teva v'otios. That there's something in the tiny little details and the tiny changes in the letters and in the words, which is something that a tziv is very often taken up with throughout the Torah. L'abmanu sh'derech ha'pilpul le'ha'alos halacha midiyukei ha'mikra. 
to bring halacha out of the tiny little dikdukim and changes and everything, the tiniest little letter, the Nitziv last week, we saw the Nitziv had a whole thing on why there was no dot in the Lamed in one word. Al pihamidos, hu chelik shenitan mitchila lemoshe levado, and initially was only given to Moshe alone. The kol Yisrael lo hayu reuyim liishtamesh b'horos haTorah. Ela al pihalachos and the kubalos shamar lehem Moshe. At first, Bnei Yisrael were not reuyim for all of this, for all of the 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 lessons and how to learn and how to get Torah Shabbat out of Torah Shabichzav. Mashalonis perish hayalahem lemus milta lemilta. Until this portion where Moshe came and decided we're going to be, he's going to be teaching them this in Arvos Moav. Ella hapirush de Arvos Moav natan derech chadash lulamed b'Yisrael chok u'mishpat heyach lechadesh behalacha. The Pirush is in Arvos Moab. The reason it says Elihem here is because it was the moment that Moshe gave Derech Chadash Lilamed Israel a new way for Yisrael to learn. Chok Mishpat Heach Lichadesh Halacha. How to be Mechadesh Halacha. How to have a creative active role in learning. These are the secrets, the Yud Gimel Midos, that Moshe gave over here, which is not just Torah Shabbat and not just Torah Shabbat, but how to devote your life to drawing out the, the Torah Shabbat out of the Torah Shabbat, and specifically that B'nai Israel should have an active role and an active life and a creative relationship with the Torah to be Mechadesh Halachos and Shinoin Torah just beautiful Nitziv and so clearly reflected in everything that he does throughout. So I just want to very quickly, a uh, few psukim later, we go through the story of the Miraglim again. Here, unlike in the first time the story is told, we have the piece where B'nai Israel come and ask for, for sending uh, Miraglim. And you came to me, all of you, and you said, Let's send people forward and they will figure out how to, how to approach this land. And so Rashi says, As a crowd, as a messy crowd, a kind of angry crowd, a messy, you know, as a, as a with with a, 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 a lack of derech eretz, not in a respectful way. So then it says, Then it says he's he's puzzled by the irbuvia comment. He says, he doesn't understand why, why would Moshe take the time to give Musar on how they approached the Irbuvia in a lack of Derek Eretz, something so small compared to the bigness of the sin of the Miraglim, right? What the Miraglim did was so terrible. How is he taking time out here to say the Irbuvia? Like that they came with a lack of Derek Eretz. When somebody does something very bad, you know, it's, it's, he's saying it's kind of weird to take time out to criticize them for something so much smaller in how bad it was. 
Shehu rak chisaron derech eretz. What's the inyan of giving musar on something so small, the lack of derech eretz? Be'otzem tochichal davar hachamor. In the midst of a tochicha, of a criticism of something so much bigger, mas amaraglim. So the answer, that Rav Itzala, his father-in-law, gave him an answer. That the tochicha on the irbuvia, on the lack of derech eretz with which they asked for the meraglim, it actually gets to the heart of the mas emeraglim. Ba'asher hayalahem lehitnatzel asher mitchila so the Ramban said in the beginning, and actually the Nitziv accepts this, that in the beginning, there wasn't really necessarily something wrong with the, with the, the, the request to send Miraglim, right? Because they knew they had to conquer Tisrael Baderach Hateva. So there was not in the idea of sending Miraglim to help them understand how to conquer the land, anything necessarily bad. It only was clear afterwards that the Miraglim, they, they, they messed it up. They made it bad after the fact. That they ruined something that in and of itself didn't have to be bad. But what Rav Itzala said is this. In something that is good in its heart. It comes from the get-go in a, a way of derech eretz. Which is not the case when something is inherently bad. We know that when something is bad, we're sort of rushing to get there. Right. When something is inherently good, it, you come to it with a, a midav derech eretz. You come to it in a respectful way. When something is bad, you're kind of rushing to get there. Right. You kind of want to like get there. You know, you, there's there's a lot less derech eretz from the beginning. When you saw this irbuvia coming and they were messy and they were rushing and they were like, let's send Miraglim and there was a lack of derech eretz. You should have understood from the way this irbuvia approached that there was something not quite kosher in it because something that has a derech eretz in its approach is going to be good in the end. And something that is kind of like in that messy way from the beginning, so midrash. You should have known that the miraglim were going to turn out to be bad from the way that they approached. The fact that they approached in this irbuvia and this lack of respectful way was a sign that there was something in them that really wasn't going according to Hogan, according to the right way, that was just trying to help B'nai Israel find, find a way in. So that's, that's why they, that he says Rashi points out the Urbuvia, because it was a sign that it was going to go bad in the end. Thank you so much, everybody. 
Stop this nishama should have an aliyah um, and everyone should have a great week. I'll see you next week.